Season 1 of the Ear Training Podcast has come to a close until September 1st. So what you're listening to is a rerun. <laughs> I suppose you know that. Uh, just know that I will be coming back on September 1st, full force. Uh, we're just going to take a little bit of a summer break because we're kind of following the school schedule. So, But in this rerun, I might give some calls to action that are a little outdated, so I just wanted to update you on the best ways you can support the show. Number one is you can give us a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Number two is you can support us on Patreon by going to theeartrainingpodcast.com and clicking the big old button. And number three, you can follow me on Instagram. It's just my it's my personal and music Instagram. It's all one. I used to have separate ones, uh, but now you can follow me at samevans.producer. Um, and yeah, you'll, you'll be able to kind of tap into Sam Evans in my life a little bit and I'll try to share some music theory, theory videos and so forth. So, and that's all without further ado, go on to your rerun. Hi, my name's Sam. I'm the ear training coach of the ear training podcast. And if you're listening to this, it means it's because of support of people at Patreon, uh, go to the ear training podcast.com and, uh, join the patrons, uh, means a ton to me. So thanks so much. And without further ado, here is a little intro. Happy Monday. That was, uh, I just made that up, uh, in 7, 4, 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3, 4, 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3, 4, etc. So today uh, we're talking about time signatures. Now, time signatures are something that are a little bit, um, it's not exactly ear training, you know. But I do think I do think it's useful and it's important to know. It's something that if you neglect as a musician, you're gonna find at some point that you have this big hole in your training because uh, a lot of musicians neglect their rhythm and their time because they think, oh, I have good time. But most I don't know, I don't know who knows about most. A lot of musicians think they have good time, but they don't. Uh, and so we're just gonna introduce the basic concept of time today. Okay, so. I'm not going to use, I'm not going to explain um, why we write things in 4-4 and 4-8 instead of like 4-5 or, you know, I'm and I'm not going to be talking in terms of quarter notes and eighth notes because that all is sheet music stuff in my opinion. And uh, that's just not something I can com- convey orally very well, you know. Um, however, I will talk about the way time is broken up, and the names of some of the most common time signatures. Okay, so every song, or well, virtually every piece of music, everything with a time signature for sure, has what's called a beat, right? And uh, you've, you probably know what that is. You know, if you had a metronome clicking, you'd be like, tick, 
tick, tick, tick, tick, tick, tick, tick, tick, tick, tick, tick, tick, tick, tick, tick, right? And so the beat is just the the way to separate time evenly. Now, obviously, I'm going to be counting time today, so it won't be metronomically even. Uh, but it should be it should be good enough that it won't be distracting or anything, because uh, that's something I've worked on. But let's see the um, every single beat can be split up in two different ways. You're you're either splitting up beats in two different parts, or you're splitting up beats in three different parts. So, for example. If uh, if our beat was this long, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, you notice that every single beat is put up exactly by two of these. One, two, three, four, five. Right. Uh, so every single beat has two in that case. But we could do the same thing where every beat is separated by threes instead. One, two, three, four. One, two, three. Uh, if it's separated by twos, we call it a duple meter, and if it's separated by threes, we call it triple meter. Uh, and so that what I'm referring to is the subdivision under the beat, meaning how how many times can the beat be separated, right? And twos and threes are the most basic. Uh, obviously, there are examples of weird numbers, uh, like obviously four is just uh, a derivative of two, so that doesn't really count. But fives and sevens are possible, just not very common. And they're usually just, uh, the only time I've seen like a five tuplet or a seven tuplet, like a beat separated into five or seven, is when there's a quick run. You know, and it just happens to cover seven notes or 14 notes, and they just use it, you know, a seven tuplet for two beats or something like that, you know. It's not usually a normal separation, although it's possible. So I do admit it's possible. Although if it happens constantly, I would argue maybe they should have written it in a more clear time signature. But we'll move past that. So most beats are separated in twos and threes. Uh, there are some cases where you can separate the same beat by twos and threes. That's called a hemiola. So you've got, let's say we've got one, two, three. So my left hand has duple. Let's see if I can do triple on my right hand. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, one. Right, so that's called a, a hemiola, where you have two and three in the same in the same beat. And and a hemiola can also be bigger and longer. It can go across multiple beats, but it's just two and three being superimposed over each other. Okay, so, uh, and now let's talk about the way beats are organized. So that's where we get into time signatures. Four, four time is the name for a time, the most common time signature. And it's just a way to say there are four beats in a measure. So, for example, a song like this. One, two, three, four. One, two, 
notice how every, every four beats it sounds like okay we're ready to start at one we're not moving on we you know the three wouldn't have felt as natural uh, and three is the next most common one so instead of that we could have one two three And that's just simply a way to say, okay, organizing the multiple beats together, we're we're talking about threes instead of fours, right? Uh, and just like in just like in subdividing inside of a beat in twos and threes, we also subdivide groups of beats into basically twos or threes. Now four is basically just two, right? For uh, like whenever you see two four time, you could usually write it as four four time and be okay. Uh, maybe some theory professors would disagree with me on that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you can. Because you can write a song and not know which one it is. And there are, of course, reasons you would want to notate it as one or the other. But basically, four is just, you know, two twice over, right? And that's similar with something like six uh, is just twice of three. But uh, there may be a better reason to do that if the if the three two sets of three really feel grouped together, right? So, for example, it would be something like one... One, two, one, two, one. That's an example of what's called six-eight time. Uh, don't ask me why there's eight. It has to do with the way music reads. Uh, but the important part of here is that there are six faster beats in in every measure. So one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four, five, six. But we normally take six, eight time, and instead of counting out one, two, three, four, five, six, we simply call it one, two, one, two, with the triplets. So one, two, three, four, five, six becomes one, two, one, two, one, two. One, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three. So if you're asking, hey, Sam, isn't six, eight time pretty much the same thing as two, four time if you were just to separate the beats into triplets? And the answer is yes. Uh, six, eight time is just easier to read, which is the, the only reason you do that. Like, uh, writing lots of triplets in sheet music it can be hard to look at. Uh, but in 6-8 time, you don't have to put the triplet sign down. You just have to put a whole bunch of eighth notes right in a row. So 6-8 uh, is the most common example of a triple meter, but there's also a few others. There's 3-8, and it's just 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3. Uh, it's not as common, but you can see it. There's 12-8, which just feels like, uh, you know, six eight time, but doubled. So a lot of times, six eight and twelve eight are pretty much, um, pretty much the same thing. Uh, again, there are reasons you would want to do one over the other in terms of notation, but in the way it sounds, it'd be impossible to tell. So it's the difference between one, two, one, two, and one, two, three, four. Right? There's just not not much of a reason to do that. It's kind of a subjective call based on the context of the song. There's also 9-8, which is just has three beats. One, two, three. One, two, three, one. Okay, uh, that's all for today. Uh, I recorded this too long, so I'm going to let this spill over into tomorrow. 
Uh, so happy Monday, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>